0: Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Texans in third in the AFC South in 2024. Dot, dot, dot. Holly Cowherd. It couldn't be from anybody who has
1: professed love and respect for both the Texans and C.J. Stroud. Right. I Nobody thought, would do that, I would they? I thought
0: we had this guy on our side. So you picked this up yesterday, Seth. Old. I
1: picked this up yesterday. And I, I, wouldn't, I would This is where, because Colin Coward, you know, uh, he he he's a very polarizing individual, and at times he'll criticize you unfairly. And at times he'll praise you uh, apparently without any merit or whatsoever. Because I want you to, I want you to listen to him picking his AFC playoff teams okay. right here.
2: Okay. Shocker! I'm taking the best quarterbacks overwhelmingly. I have the Bills, the Bengals, the Colts, the Chiefs winning their division. I have the Ravens, Jags, Chargers as wild cards. Okay, okay. so uh,
1: the key thing there, he picked two AFC South teams to make the playoffs. Yeah. The uh, the Colts as the division winners and the Jaguars as the second place finish, finishers, right. presumably. Right, right. Um, overwhelmingly based on the better quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, that was his premise. He
1: overwhelmingly was, based on the better quarterbacks. He was picking
0: based on quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, Indy, Jacksonville, Houston, nowhere to be seen in the uh, in the playoff picture. I mean, I'm glad you found this because I, I, I kind of like, I, I'm sure by the end of this I'll probably disagree with Cowherd, but I'm willing to listen to arguments about oh, yeah. next season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I don't. I I love having the battle red colored glasses on and everything. It's been yeah. so fun to be able to look at this team through a positive prism again. But I I kind of like. I I like that we're attacking this. Okay, so now his rationale seems we got a few more cuts here. Seems silly yeah. so far. I'm just so going to say.
1: Overwhelmingly based on the better quarterbacks is what he said. Yeah, yeah. So here's why he likes the Colts to win the division.
2: I think Shane Steichen's as good a young offensive coach as the league has had in years, uh, they've got $60 million in cap space, mm-hmm. and I like a lot of their young players. They almost got to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew. Anthony Richardson getting hurt in a weird way as a break. Because now he could learn from the sidelines. I have talked to Chris Ballard; they love that kid. I'm taking the best quarterback. I don't know if Anthony Richardson is, but it's a wonky division. I look at their schedule. I look at Steichen. I look at their cap space.
0: Okay, he is, did he say at the end there? Did he imply at the end that Anthony Richardson's better than C.J. Stroud?
1: Uh, he he said I don't know if he is, but he he right after he said I'm going with a better quarterback. He's twice in this little two-minute blurb that that he was he had on his uh, on his show talked about how he's basing this on quarterback play. This is where I think he's damn right delusional about Anthony Richardson. Cause for one hurt in a weird way, my ass, he got hurt every damn game. Yeah. He's been injured his entire life hurt in a weird way. And like, oh, but it's actually a blessing in disguise because I talked to the general manager who uh, <laughs> gaslit me into believing that it was, told it, me it was, the yeah. guy
0: he picked fourth last year is going to be a good player. Yeah, The
1: guy who has wild mechanical issues in his throwing mission, uh, motion, it's actually a blessing in disguise that he hurt his shoulder. <laughs> he, got hurt in a weird, yeah. he got hurt
0: in a weird way, playing football like Anthony Richardson. <laughs> what the hell? What was the stat, Sean, of
1: the four games that he played, he left three of them Yeah, with an he, he,
0: he finished one game all year. Start started and finished one game. He started four, finished one of those. One of those games, he had to exit twice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he got injured and went back in, then got injured again. Yeah, he
0: needs to learn. Forget about taking. Forget about the benefit. You know, silver lining of having a year where you can sit sit back yeah. and watch Gardner Minshew and learn the playbook, and that's all well and good. He's got to learn how to fall. He's got to learn how to get out of bounds. He in you know?
1: that RG3 issue of like just being a little lost. Like incredibly yeah. athletic and yet at the same time just curiously inept when it comes to falling and taking hits and everything. No, no, he- the the key to being the, the the key to being the Colts next year by far. Uh, have them be the team that you've you play like twice in the last three weeks yeah you know the, the league loves to do that Yep. I am very skeptical that Anthony Richardson will be around but also like I I think it was easier this year for the Colts to make the playoffs with Gardner Minshew than with Anthony Richardson I agree yeah.
0: I said that in week two when he got hurt in that game against the Texans I said the Colts are more dangerous with this guy Minshew right now I mean down the yeah. road obviously their hope is I mean, they drafted the guy fourth I I, I agree the, with his other reasons actually yeah, on the Colts, yeah. like Steichen and cap space, those are reasons to to be nervous about the.
1: Colts. I like Steichen a lot, and I actually like Steichen for Anthony Richardson a lot. The biggest yeah. thing that makes me nervous on the Texans side of things mm-hmm. is how Jonathan Taylor had his two best games of the year against the Texans. Yeah, the Jonathan Taylor was peak Jonathan Taylor against the Texans. Was he ever? And uh, especially there at the end, so that's 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 got to get better. They yeah. can't they can't go allowing Jonathan Taylor to be the new T. Y. Hilton for the Texans. Yep.
0: All right. What about the Jags?
1: Okay, so the Jags were picked as wild cards. Here's Colin Coward on the Jags.
2: Oh, by the way, the Jags started eight and three before Trevor Lawrence got hurt. They also hired a defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, from Atlanta, who did the best job with Atlanta's defense in a long time.
1: Yeah, okay. uh, and then he, he was going on about something else there. Yeah. Um, okay, they were eight and three. Before Trevor Lawrence got hurt, Trevor Lawrence was playing injured the entire year. The whole game. year. Yeah, the whole yeah. year. Uh, so uh, I'm not buying that excuse. I do think that they they had untapped potential in some areas. The, the biggest problem, though, with Trevor Lawrence is, as multiple teams that played Trevor Lawrence openly said, he's playing very much like a first-read quarterback. And, man, Doug Peterson has a history of taking young quarterbacks with athletic ability and kind of shocking teams uh, early in their careers and then everything just falling by the wayside after that and i think trevor lawrence might very well be that he's got it. trevor lawrence needs to advance mentally in a, in an extreme way cj stroud is way 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 ahead of trevor lawrence right now mentally yeah like cj stroud Is a damn professor compared to Trevor Lawrence. So for him to actually be a viable NFL quarterback, this is a really big year for Trevor Lawrence. They're gonna have to, if if, like they might have to, they they might have to cut ties with Trevor Lawrence after this season and move on if he doesn't make some advances. Wow, I mean,
0: there's it's crazy because the talk coming into this year was Trevor Lawrence is gonna get the next big contract. You know, yeah, um, and I we should point out too, even during that eight and three start, Trevor Lawrence wasn't all that good. No. Like statistically, and I know, as you pointed out, he was banged up all year. He was ultra banged up at the end of the year. I will concede that. But C.J. Stroud played with a shoulder injury all year. Like, guys play banged up. Like, that's part of being a quarterback in the NFL. He was not yeah. good during their 8-3 and three start. He wasn't. Guys, uh, C.J.'s getting penalized
1: for not being dramatic about it.
0: Yes, Yes.
1: Uh, All right. You be sure you clo- get a close-up of my face in pain mm-hmm. so they can see what I'm struggling with. My through. flowing locks. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so does Cowherd explain himself, Seth, when it comes to the Houston Texans? I need explanations. Twice. Twice? Twice? Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. This is actually – this. Uh, I put these in reverse order. <laughs> this is his preface to the entire segment before the before the musical bed started. Here's Colin Cowherd
2: on the Texans. Houston doesn't make it. What? Now they have to play with Expectations. Schedule is significantly harder. And oh, by the way, Anthony Richardson and Trevor Lawrence are both healthy again. So that's a team I like. I don't think Houston bottoms out. Sophomore slump. That's a team.
1: Yeah. Uh, Look, valid points there. We've already dismantled his quarterback arguments. Yeah, Uh, Like, for one... Anthony Richardson is not healthy again yet. We, we don't even know Anthony Richardson's healthy yet. So we'll see. And he will be injured. He will be injured. <laughs> yeah. I'll go all Brian Cashman on Giancarlo Stanton here right now and tell you flat out he will get injured this year. So <laughs> that's a non-factor to me. The tougher schedule is is totally for real. That's As material. of right now, yeah. based on last year's uh, win-loss win records, the Texans have the fourth toughest schedule yep. in the league. That, that. Now the
0: Jags have the eighth toughest.
1: So it's yeah. not like the Jags get off scot-free.
0: Yep the um, the Texans right. I mean that, that's the thing. For 14 of the 17 games, these teams play the same schedule. Right, um, right. It's the the where the Texans where their schedule gets harder, maybe even significantly so, is the three variable games they're crossing over with division champions in the three divisions they cross over with from that standpoint. So Baltimore, whereas the Texans play Baltimore. Uh, Kansas City and Dallas. That means that say the Jags play uh, Pitt, play Cleveland, uh, Denver, and Philadelphia. So that's. Would you rather play Cleveland, Denver, and Philadelphia, or Baltimore, Kansas City, and Dallas? Like that's. Ew. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> and, and yet, and yet, win loss record wise, the Delta yeah. is only four spots in the thing. But boy, that is a. It's a significant step up in quarterback class between those games.
1: Look, the strength of schedule always ends up being wonky in a lot of ways by the time everything plays out. Some good teams are bad and vice versa. Yes, So you never know for sure. I'll just say on the surface of it, yeah, looking at – well, you know what?
2: I'll let Colin Coward lay it out for you here. Okay, okay. Look at the Texans' opponents. There's some tough ones there. Cowboys on the road, Chiefs on the road, Packers I think are excellent on the road. You face Aaron Rodgers, and he's healthy early on the road – Home games. Well, good luck. Lions are really good. Ravens are really good. Dolphins score a lot of points. Bills score a lot of points. That's a tough schedule for the Houston Texans. And they still they still are in a rebuild. They're still trying to rebuild that roster. So I like Houston. I think they pull back a game or two. Okay. I and I mean yeah. I
0: don't think it's an unfair thing to say. Okay, no, like, no. his, his rationale on the quarterback thing is just stupid. Like that's <laughs> like that's it <laughs> that
2: <just, is, laughs> it really is. You
1: can tell you you can tell as he's midway through this segment that... He's realizing that he's already said that he's basing this, this is heavily based on the best quarterbacks and then he's saying and then he's realizing, "Oh, yeah, I've got the best quarterback in the division ranked 3rd here. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to lean into the health side of it." Yeah. That's the one that's the one little uh, chink in the armor for him.
0: Did he Okay, I want to play that one again. Not the whole thing, Ben, but did he did Colin Cowherd tip his hand? Does Colin Cowherd know something here because right now we don't know when these games are going to be played we just know Uh, who they're playing
2: play it one more time Ben. look at the texans opponents there's some tough ones there cowboys on the road chiefs on the road packers i think are excellent on the road you face aaron Rodgers, and he's healthy early on the road bingo yeah
1: yeah that you know what that flew right over my head even as i actually thought about that uh, about like oh yeah they might have an opening game or something without without realizing oh yeah the the schedule's not out yet and supposedly nobody knows who's up when until uh okay good and yet and yet and yet we know that
0: thank you and thank you and and yet we know that there's a, there's absolutely discussions going on right now behind closed doors with the league as to you know where are we gonna start slotting these marquee games who's gonna play on Thanksgiving right. who's gonna do who's going to London who's doing all this who's doing all that and that's one that. I can't. I'm trying to assimilate. If I heard legitimate rumors about it, or if I've just—I know I've heard Landry say that's who he wants the Texans to open against. We've we've heard a whole lot of
1: speculation about it, and people just talking about yeah, what would be great matchups. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers, the 40-year-old coming off of an uh, Achilles tendon tear versus the current offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, that's a a there's a lot of hype to that right there. Yes. Plus the Jets, as I saw, all of a sudden Craig Carton is popping up on my timeline. Thanks a lot, Sean. Since we talked about him yesterday, (laughs) now he shows up on my timeline like five times (laughs) yesterday. But he did point out—I have not fact-checked this—that the Jets were second in NFL attendance last year, which might make sense. Okay, I I would be surprised just because of the way the the season went. But are we
0: talking? We're talking. So like, butts in seats or like tickets sold.
1: Oh, well, not butts and seats. They never do that. It's always... The attendance is always tickets sold. Oh, yeah, so they probably had Uh, the most tickets uh, sold. Yeah, yeah. I could see
0: them when Aaron Rodgers got traded there. I could see season tickets going through the roof with the Jets. Okay,
1: that makes sense then. So they had the most... Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys posted a total attendance of 1.3 million. They were nearly 100,000 fans ahead of the second place team, the New York Jets. Yeah. yeah, It's never the actual butts and seats they're reporting. They're reporting the number of tickets sold, so that makes sense. As we know. (laughs) Boy, the Jets... When they got when they got Rodgers, the Jets season ticket office must have just oh. been ecstatic.
0: Yeah. You're a sales guy in there, like you your commission is based on moving season tickets with Zach Wilson at quarterback and then Aaron Rodgers drops in out of the blue. Do you remember the time I
1: told you I was up at my niece's softball game and I was sitting next to a young woman who is like an entry-level employee at the Jets ticket office. Yeah. I was talking to her about it. Yeah. And the first job they gave her was now this is a few years ago. Yeah. The first job they gave her was to reach out to former season ticket uh, holders and see if they wanted to re-up. And this was I can't even remember. It was one of the really bad years with the Jets. And she said that she was just getting it was a, her. Her day consisted of getting lambasted by people listing a, listing their grievances, almost like they were waiting for her to call so they could tell her exactly why they're not going to buy tickets. I feel happy for her if she stuck it out. Yeah. And if she, hopefully she stayed sane and like made it to oh last year God. and then was part of being the second highest selling ticket effort in the in the land of
0: all the cities where you've got to call. Previously jilted season <laughs> ticket holders.
1: New yeah. York. It's not like Phoenix or something. Right, it's right, right.
0: <laughs> Oh, it's not. Oh, man, that is oh, great.
1: Oh, you want me to buy tickets for the Jets, do yeah, you? Yeah, Well, let me tell you something.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm moving to Minneapolis. I hope oh, you yeah, sure. sister. Sure, yeah. I'll buy you some season tickets. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I know the Vikings have sucked, but I'm back in. You seem no, like a nice lady. No, they would just
1: say, yeah, dear, oh dear. Uh, yeah, the, I, I have to politely decline Bless your heart. Not, bless your, not even a bless, but like a, a genuine bless your heart. Yes. Not a, not a sarcastic bless
0: your That's heart. That's right. All right, let's get to headlines. Um, the, uh, the Astros got a couple updates on the arms, uh, from the Astros, Rockets, Didn't look all that different from how it looked before the All-Star break. And we've got more drama in Atlanta quarterback-wise that we will get to in headlines, and that's coming up next.